0: You're listening to another episode hosted by the podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturday. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's stop some business. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. I'm actually here in my studio. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at rsuccessgroup.com. Today, we want to talk about some great alternatives to paid online advertising. Let me start here. To be a business, we have to provide quality products and then do what we say. Those are the minimum barriers to entry. If you want to be a, just a business, any old business, you have to provide a quality product and to do what you say, deliver on time. These are, again, the minimum requirements, but we are the OSG squad, right? We're, we're not looking for just the minimum requirements. We want to build successful businesses. And so if we're just going to stick with the minimum and we're going to provide a quality product and deliver on time, that's perfect. That's a great place to start, but you're going to continue to probably struggle. You know, you're just going to be always hunting for that next job, um, you know, just kind of barely scraping by. We we don't want to do the minimum. Each and every single one of us can and should share more when it comes to promoting our business. We just don't share enough. I don't know if it's a cultural thing or if it's just something that we, you know, we don't feel like it's the right thing to do, but we need to share more. I'm not talking about going out there and just selling all the time and buy, 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 buy. Talking about is being proud and happy and passionate about what you do. We don't share enough and we, we don't proudly share enough with anybody who'll listen. And again, I'm not saying that we wanna go out there and and just be salesy all the time and make people feel bad. What I'm saying is, if it's your passion, you should have no problem sharing it. And if it's not, then this might not be the right thing for you. Maybe getting a job might be better, but but I know that this is your guys' passion. You guys put the time and effort to be here, put all sorts of yourself into this day in and day out. So don't hide that, right? Don't keep that to yourself. Your passion needs to be shared with everybody else. So again, we don't want to come across as salesy, but by sharing your business, you're doing people that get to hear about it a favor. You're going to give them an opportunity to be part of something. You're going to give them an opportunity to have a product or service that they need. You're going to give them an opportunity to connect with somebody who has a passion for what they do. You. (laughs) <laughs> and so those are all opportunities. Those are all good things. And when you don't share your business, when you don't let people know about it, then you're not giving them that opportunity. You're actually stealing that opportunity from them. That's that's worse than maybe coming across as a little too salesy, right? You'll You'll find the happy medium the more you share. But think about this. When you were talking to somebody that was very passionate about something they were doing and they were sharing about it and they were just very happy, very upbeat, very excited. You know, at times you kind of go, whoa, they're wow. You know, you kind of get that, that wow moment. Think about that. How did you feel when you were talking with that person, when you were learning from that person, when you saw a post from that person, when you think about how you felt, most likely you felt energized. And when you felt energized, it was because of their passion, because they were sharing that. You know, if you did not feel energized, then most likely that was because you were jealous and you're not living in your zone of greatness. If you, if you don't share, they won't have that opportunity to experience your energy. Have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program and you can check it out at our forward slash five keys. While there you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. The Five Keys of Business Success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the five keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. Go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. What I want to talk about today is some other ways that we can share our core genius, our passion, our greatness, you know, a lot of us think that we've got to spend a fortune on Facebook ads or Google ads or whatever. And, and, and yes, I I get that. That's what most people share. You know, when, when people are like, Oh, how do I market my business? How do I promote my business? Well, the first thing you normally find out is, Oh, you need to do Facebook ads. You need to do Google ads. Well, I get that. Right. Because those are ways that you can do that. Um, and and they are kind of the quick fix right if you spend enough money you throw enough money at it you will grow your business um but i don't know about you guys but for me i don't have that unlimited budget i I can't throw a bunch of money at facebook ads and and hope that that's going to grow my business um you know i I don't have a whole bunch of extra time in my life I, i spend Probably more time, hopefully than 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 others, trying to figure it out because I want to share that because that's part of my passion is sharing with people the best and easiest ways to promote their business. But they change their algorithms every day. It's super convoluted. They don't, you know. It. I actually joke with Kylene all the time that I actually think that Facebook ads is actually a social experiment in how badly you can treat your customers and still make money. I, I think that's what Facebook ads are all about. That's the, their social experience. In fact, they'll probably shut me off from, from this just for saying that, right? But anyhow, I, obviously they've got terrible customer service and, and a complete lack of it, honestly. So if that's not the way to do it, what do we do, right? And, and again, I'm not saying we wanna completely just get rid of Facebook ads or anything like that. I think sprinkling them in, is, is certainly a way to go. But if we're going to just put all of our eggs in that basket, we're probably not going to be as successful as we would like based on the amount of money we'll have to spend to get there. So the more things that you can do, the better you're going to be. So I have found 10 things that, that I want to share with you guys this morning. Um, it, <laughs> Wendy says I second on the social experiment. And uh, I believe that's Heidi says I completely agree. Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. Um, in fact, wh- I fortunately I have a couple of Facebook ad accounts, but uh, the one that I was using the most, they've actually shut off for right now. And I'm still trying to figure out why I just sent them a copy of my passport and they haven't even replied to that from three days ago. So um, yeah, that's that's always a blast. Um, good morning, Ray. And uh, good morning, Sandy. Thanks for being here. Um, Okay, so like I said, I've got 10 things that I want to share with you guys this morning. Um, we'll see how we do here. And uh, I'm going to try to jump around a little bit. I'm going to maybe bring up some screen shares and a, just a couple of things um, so, so you can get this. But these are these are just some ideas to get you going. And at the end of the day, ultimately what I'd love for you to take from this is the more you can share, the more ways you can share, the more things that you can do, the more often you can do it, the better off you're going to be. And again, like I said, you you find that middle ground between being that, I don't know, I, I always use the used car salesman analogy as this like uh, people think of a used car salesman as the kind of uh, the person you don't really want to talk to. You know, that idea of uh, if they've got one hand on your shoulder, the other hand is probably on your wallet and they're stealing from you. Um, and and I use that analogy. And I think it's hilarious that I use that analogy because actually, and this is this is true story. Uh, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a car salesman. That was <laughs> that was what I decided I wanted my job to be. Now I determined that I was terrible at being a salesperson, so I had to figure out other things. But that was actually what I wanted to be. I have no idea where it came from. There, I think. Uh, Probably where it came from was the uh, fact that in the little town that I grew up in, in northern Arizona, Prescott, Arizona, uh, at the time it was a a small small town, and uh, there was one car dealer in the area, Ted Lamb, uh, and I just remember meeting him at my dad's Rotary uh, Club meeting and uh he just was a dynamic guy that i'm like oh my gosh that guy is somebody i want to be i want to be that dynamic and and uh, personable and and everybody loved him i thought but then um, anyhow um so yeah he he i i never heard anything disparaging about him but now it's funny that i use the used car salesman as that I don't want to be salesy type person. So what we want to be is somebody that's going to, way off track here. What we want to be is somebody that is passionate about what they do. You know, and and again, when we say passionate, just why, why do we do this every day? You're, you're sharing your why and why why do we get out there? You know, why do we go through the struggles, all that stuff? And that's why inside our success group here, we always talk about finding our why and and really having that as a starting point. Because once you have that, then you can connect with the right people and it just goes from there. So with all that being said, I want to start off and I said, we're going to do 10 things. So the first thing that I want to talk about is guest posting on other blogs. Now, the prerequisite of this is that you're probably already blogging yourself. So if you are not blogging, and again, blogging is not for everybody. It, it is time consuming and it it takes this desire to, to write. Um, a good blog is typically 600 to 800 words. Um, and in, also a good blog is, you know, again, something that people want to read about, not just about your products all the time or anything like that. Some, some information that they want or, or, or good storytelling or, or whatever the case may be. Um, it also requires consistency. So, you know, if you're just going to randomly post every now and again when the idea hits you, um, that's not going to work either. So, first and foremost, you need to have a blog. And and again, it, it doesn't have to be weekly. You know, a lot of people, what happens to them is they jump in and they try to do it weekly and then they can't keep up. So, I would suggest, you know, trying to do it like bi weekly or, or monthly. Um, And and go from there. But so you have a blog now. If you have a blog, then what you want to do, because when you first start your blog, yeah, you're not going to have a whole lot of readers there, and and probably not getting a whole lot of people showing up yet, right? And and again, you've got to share those blogs out there, and and it all becomes part of the process: is share, share, share. When you create something, share, 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 right? Um, And and all that. But if you can then guest post on other people's blogs. So, what happens is you can grow your what it's called organic reach, and that just means that when people are searching for products that you provide online that you come up at the top of those searches. and basically, you come up on the top of those searches because you have enough blogs or enough information on your website that gets Google to say, "Oh, okay, well, if this person is searching for um custom mugs uh, you know something like that that um in the saint peter's area that my website's going to come up right so so that's what organic search is and you can work with other bloggers to then guest post on their blog to get in front of their audience right so when you do that, first and foremost, you need to find people that are related to your niche, right? You're not looking for your competitors necessarily. What you're looking for are people that, you know, maybe are in the crafting space or, or people that are, you know, in, in a similar space, but don't do the same thing that you do. Right. And, and then you want to first ask them if they accept guest posts. Um, and, if they do, and, and again, a lot of them actually will, you'll be surprised at how many people are willing to accept guest posts and, and you can do the same thing because when you accept a guest post, that keeps you from having to create that content for that week. So you've got content for that week. If, if you're somebody that does it weekly, you've got content for that month. If somebody, if you accept a guest post, so they get that, they get a different voice that, that brings their blog more, um, credibility, right? Because people go, oh, okay, well, yeah, they're, they're, oh, I get it. Right. And, and, and there's some, some tie in there. Um, So once you find out if they accept guest posts, then what you want to do is take some of your, your own blog posts that have gotten the most views and then rewrite them to make sure that you're talking to their audience, right? So you don't want to just give them the exact same blog post because if they're, if you if they post the exact same words that you have on your website, then um, and they've got better organic reach than you, then you're actually going to move down because they're like, oh well, that's just the same content. So Google's going to pick the one that's got more current o- organic reach. So you got to make sure you change it up a little bit and rewrite it to speak directly to their audience, and and then you know let them post it on. Their site. Share that with um the people in your community. You know, so you're going to get people going to their blog. And the more you guys work together, the more you guys will drive traffic to each other's blogs. Um, um so uh Heidi says, I make Halloween products. I would guest blog on the haunt clubs, they all have haunted sales perfect. That, that would be perfectly ideal and, and a great way to work together. Um, so yes, thank you for sharing that, Heidi. Perfect. Boom. High five. (laughs) All right. So guest blogging, number one, number two, kind of a little bit similar, but, um, but also slightly different. and, And this is get your products reviewed. Um, this requires finding an influencer and it doesn't have to be somebody with millions and millions of viewers and fans. Um, I, this is something that is completely foreign to me. <laughs> so, this is always so hard for me to wrap my brain around. But, think about um, the younger generations and whatnot. Like, th- there are people that have made a massive living off of opening boxes of shoes, right? Or off of opening toys. And, and people will, will watch that it, again. It's not me. And so, but it's not about me. I'm not, I'm not trying to, I already know what my business is all about. I want to get other people to know what my business is all about. So, so there, there is this opportunity to have your products reviewed. Um, And, and he really basically just needs somebody that has a passionate fan base. It doesn't have to be huge. I mean, somebody that has 500 followers and those 500 followers are engaged and love what they do and tune in every week and basically look to that person who's sharing the information as whatever they say goes, right? And there are lots of people out there like that. Um, and and it, it's it's amazing to me, but just doing a little searching on, on uh, in fact, that's honestly how I found the gentleman that came and did the Google Analytics um, training for us inside our success group is I just started searching for people that had content on YouTube about teaching Google analytics. And then I just found, you know, I didn't look for the people that had millions and millions of, of, subs- of uh, followers and subscribers and stuff like that. I looked for those people in the middle because I knew those people were passionate and were, were willing to get into the weeds and really share with our success group. And and that's what you want to find. You want to find people like that that um, you know, again, if they've got m- millions of subscribers, there's a good chance that you'll get lost in that sea of of people. You're looking for like people that are targeted and locked into what it is that you do. Back back to Heidi, right? The the Halloween people, the people that are, are sharing that kind of stuff and and enjoy the like the the haunt clubs, like she said you know, again, that's another, and, and that becomes a product review. So get some of your products. I, I have not shared yet. I, I need to get it together this weekend, but, um, and of course it's not here. Kyleen, if you are, um, if you, you are listening to this, if you could find my messenger bag, I think it's up in my office and bring that down. I'd actually love to show it off here real quick, but along with that messenger bag, Heidi had some little finger puppets. Super cool, right? So getting those in front of somebody that's going to share is an awesome way to get your products reviewed. Um, so have them, and, and the people that are reviewing the products, they love to get those things because it gives them the content, right? Coming up with content week in and week out is really difficult. So if if they are able to, um you know you give them that idea and you give them the products to review uh look look at somebody like Todd Todd does Tuesdays with Todd if you send Todd something and you're somebody that sells to the decorators community you know Johnson Plastics Plus um uh, <laughs> people like that right if you send something to Todd guess what people see it people you that that's a product review right there so think about who you can get to that would be willing to review your products um, you know, so, uh, Heidi says that idea makes me cringe so hard. I am my toughest critic. I was afraid they would highlight every flaw and you know what, that that's, that's just, that's tough. I, I get it, but here's the deal. Um, that that's part of it. People love all that people, people, you know, I can't tell you how many toys we had to buy because my son saw it on YouTube and, um, we just had to have it and And they even mentioned in there some of the things that they didn't like about it. and And when we got those toys, they ended up in the trash not too much longer after or, or whatever because of that exact thing that they said that they didn't like about the toy, you know, broke or whatever. So uh, flaws are just part of it. and And honestly, as much as that is a tough thing and it, it, it's cringe worthy, that is actually the best thing that you could have is to have that feedback. Once you can get that feedback, you can understand, are those flaws really that big of a deal? You know, how, how are they brought up? How can I fix that? How can I improve that in my business? So those are things. Ah, thank you very much. So I got this messenger bag. Um, yes. Todd said the damn Ryan. Uh, then he came out with his own line of toys, right? That that's the, the product reviewer. So, um, I, I won't get too deep into this, but I just wanted to show off my messenger bag from, from Heidi here. I love it. It's got all sorts of pockets in it. I, I carry it with me. Um, it's kind of my purse now. So, um, <laughs> it's got all my stuff in it. I, I carry my, my, Play, my empowered life planner in it and all that kind of fun stuff. So anyhow, all right, I'm 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 way off track here <laughs> and I'm only at number two. So get product reviews. That's number two. All right. Um, let's see here. Number three, number three is press releases. People who share news are always looking for content. Heck, with two <laughs> MERS. Yes, that's that's right. My, my man bag, Todd. I like my man bag. I love it. Um, <laughs> all right. So press releases. They're really underused. And when they are used, they're it's not the greatest information. So here, here's what you got to do. I, I'll give you an example. Every Friday at 10 a.m., I do this little podcast called Two Regular Guys Podcast. Some of you guys may have heard of it. We've been doing it for, we're in our ninth season right now. We're going to have our 400th episode, that's four with a couple of zeros behind it, episode happening next Friday. And we have been for nine years begging our industry to share their news with us. Very rarely do we have anybody reach out. We have to go hunting for the news. (laughs) Um, Now, occasionally stalls will reach out or people like that but we're always looking for that little news tidbit that we can share at the top of the podcast. Um, now our audience is probably not your ideal customer because you guys are actually our audience, but there are other podcasts out there like two rare As podcasts that would love to have news or your local newspapers or your local blogs or wherever. So, be creative and think about this. Like I said, it could be your local newspapers. It could be podcasts, niche magazines, online blogs. Anybody that shares information is always looking for some news. Even your local television stations could possibly be interested in something that you're doing. And that's a press release. You have to write a press release. So get out there and learn how to write a press release or better yet. Um, if you have the information, you can use a service like, I, I use a service like Fiverr. In fact, um, if anybody wants it, just post in the private members Facebook group. I will share the lady that I have used that has been really great um, on Fiverr. And it's not terribly expensive. I think it's like 25 to 50 bucks. I can't remember exactly the number, but for what you get, she writes a, a full on press release. You know, I just shared the webpage with her, what I wanted to, to share, whatever information that I had, maybe gave, gave her a couple of quotes or whatever. She's got a whole form that she walks you through to get the right information. And then she writes a fantastic press release that, that you can then send out to who a whole bunch of people, right? Your, all your local news outlets and, and places like that and, and send those press releases out. Again, you can write them yourself, um, but they, they do need to be in a press release format. So like I said, I just found it easier to to find somebody to do that for me. Um, but learn how to write that press release. And And here's some things that you can, think about writing a press release super often. You have a new product, maybe a new service. Maybe you've hired somebody new. Um, maybe you've created a partnership with somebody in your local area. Maybe, you know, even just doing business with one of the local schools or you set up a store program together. Here's what happens is all of these things that happen in our business every day, they're actually newsworthy to people who aren't in our business every day because they don't know about it. So therefore it's news. So anything new that's happening in your business, we get too close to it. Because, again, it's what we do every day. It doesn't feel newsworthy to us. But to people outside of your business, it's actually newsworthy to them. So, you know, maybe you're supporting a a cause. And, you know, um, I don't know if Valerie's watching in right now, but she's going to be doing a program where quarterly she supports a new cause um, because that's how she brings positivity. Her company name is Positive Threads, and that's how she's bringing positivity to the word world by supporting a worthy cause in her area. Well, that's a press release right there. That's a quarterly press release that you can send out is by sharing that you're you're doing that with a cause. So that's number three is press releases. And yes, Todd, that's four. The number four with two zeros behind it. <laughs> Thank you for. For playing along with our little fun that we always do. For those of you that have not listened to the Two Regular podcast, that's our big joke. We think we're hilarious. And we say two, the number two, because that's our website. It's actually the number two, not spelled out. Anyhow, all right, <laughs> before I get even further off track, 30 minutes in, we're at number four, all right? So number four, number four is SEO, search engine optimization right? That big, scary word. Um, now here's, I'm going to cheat a little bit on this one because we could spend a whole bunch of time on this, but I actually found a fantastic YouTube video, um, that Shopify put together on SEO. It's about a 20 minute video and it, I think it's totally worth your time. Don't have to do it today. Don't go right now, but (laughs) go ahead and and link this. I, I made a, um, made it a, a pretty link here from our website just so it's easier for you to find. But if you go to rsuccess.group forward slash SEO, um, that'll take you to that 20 minute video that that Shopify did. It's not crazy complicated. If you just do the basics and that's what they cover in that 20 minute video. If you can just do the basics, you're going to get results, right? There are more advanced techniques and things like that. And once you're ready for that, you know you can either bring somebody in or um, you know learn more about that or, or whatnot. But but doing SEO is a great way to share more about your um, your product. Blogging's part of that having understanding keywords and we talked about keywords in one of the, our success group trainings on, on YouTube and stuff like that. So, um, there's information out there, but this is a great place to start. So our forward slash SEO will take you there. All right. So that's number four. And I, I know I cheated a little bit on that one, but again, we, we got to get out of here. I got to get you guys back to your Saturday here. All right. Number five hashtags, find the right hashtags for your business and use them. So hashtags are, you know, and, and everybody's a little con- bit confused about hashtags. Heck, half the time, I'm not sure. I totally understand it all, but, but here's, here's the basics of it. And, and I do understand it, but, but like I said, it can be a little bit confusing because you're like, okay, what, what, so hashtags started out back when Twitter first started because there was no way to search on Twitter. Um, So they came up with hashtags as a way, and it's basically a way to organize the information on social media sites on the web, and it basically allows you to use a hashtag to then organize it by conversation. So, if I'm talking about small business, I've got that as a hashtag. If I'm talking about, you know, Thankful um, Thursday, I can go back and and see all of the people that have engaged or that are talking about that. So basically what you're doing is you're making it easy for others to join in conversations they want to be a part of. Um, So if you're using hashtag, you then encourage people that are consuming your content, meaning watching your videos or reading your blogs or reading your social media posts or, or whatever. Those are people consuming your content. And you encourage them to also use that hashtag and, and you're consistent with the hashtag. What, what we see is people like going crazy with the hashtags. Instagram kind of blew up with the hashtag thing. And, and sometimes it's just tongue in cheek hashtags that you use and things like that. But hashtags as a use for promoting our business, we want to find ones that, that are, are either unique to us or are about the topic that we are That's important to our business. So uh, again, for Heidi, it could be Halloween or it could be, you know, something, some, some phrase or term that people in your niche use and then use that hashtag. Or if it's something specific inside of your business that you want other people to talk about, um, like for my wife, for example, she does thankful Thursdays every Thursday and inside thankful Thursdays, she has what she calls a call to achievement, just something that that you do to be more thankful every week and more grateful because that'll bring more success your way. And um, so she could use a hashtag for that because what happens is then you can use a social media monitoring tool like Hootsuite or just actually searching on the social media sites for the use of that hashtag. And then you go engage with people. You talk to the other people that are using that hashtag. And so that way you're not spending all day trying to find people that maybe are interested in engaging with you. If they've used the hashtag, that's them raising their hand saying, I want to be part of this conversation. And so once they've used that hashtag, then you're going to engage on that. And and like I said, if you use something like Hootsuite, it'll just pop up as the next one there up. Somebody talked about thankful Thursday or Halloween or whatever it is that the hashtags that you're using, and then you engage with that. Heck, you could even have a virtual assistant do that, right? And, and just say, you know, say thanks or just have, have some general things for your virtual assistant to say. And then you're engaging, you're creating more conversation around that hashtag. So um, a couple quick kind of best practices when it comes to hashtags. Um, and here's what uh, kind of is the, the standard, the norm. Uh, so Twitter posts, if you're posting on Twitter, a single well-placed hashtag tends to generate more engagement. So just keep it to one on Twitter and and place it inside of that, that conversation, whatever, 244 characters or whatever they're at nowadays. Um, I've actually, for me personally, Twitter has not been a, a, a tool that I use. It's just not where people that I engage with end up. So I haven't, haven't really used it, but if you are some, and, and that doesn't mean that there aren't people there. Um, and it doesn't mean that it might not be a great place for you. So think about Twitter. If you're posting on Twitter, um, single well-placed hashtag. Instagram is totally different. Uh, on It's completely opposite of Twitter. The more hashtags you use on Instagram, the more engagement. Um, in fact, they recommend 10 or more hashtags on, uh, I'm sorry, not on Twitter, on Instagram, they recommend 10 or more in a single post. So you know, what I'd like to do when, if I'm posting on Instagram is I've actually saved in in notes, I actually use Google Keep. And I've actually created a list of all the hashtags that I want to use around our, our, our posts. And then I can just copy and paste those into my Instagram posts and I can pull it up on my phone or I pull it up on my computer. Like I said, I use Google Keep um, as a great way to kind of keep those notes. So um, and then LinkedIn Um they're kind of more in the middle. Um, You you don't want just a single one, but you don't want any more than five hashtags on your LinkedIn posts. All right. So that's number five, use hashtags. Number six, speaking of LinkedIn, um, this is a really underused platform. Um, And unless your business is solely um, selling to consumers, right? You're you're just selling on, on Etsy or you, know, you never work with any schools or organizations or businesses or anything like that, then that's the only time you probably can slide on being on LinkedIn. But if you your business does anything at all with anybody that might be part of an organization, a nonprofit, a school, a business, uh, anything that's not just somebody buying something for themselves one at a time, then you should be on LinkedIn, right? And um, it is a yeah. There you go. Heidi says so, she says that's a, talking about the hashtag. That's a good idea. Thinking up hashtags every time is a challenge. Yeah, it. it <laughs> my my little Google Keep thing came out of necessity. Um, Todd, I can't remember. You've got a like a an app actually on the phone that kind of keeps some of that stuff that you can just automatically copy and paste in, if I remember right. So Todd, if you're still here, share what that is. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. All right, so back to LinkedIn real quick here. Now, um, so basically number six here is get on LinkedIn. Just get over there, start interacting, start posting, start sharing, start being more active. Um, Yep okay cool so uh, let me just wrap up LinkedIn and I'll come back to Wendy and, and Todd's thing here sorry I got distracted shiny object okay <laughs> um so just get on LinkedIn right and and at, at this point and you can kind of see just kind of follow what other people are doing on there start make sure that you've filled out your profile completely you keep it up to date you, you share what's going on you, you you get involved you just just be on it spend a little time on it get on there get get follow other people see what they're doing the stuff that you're seeing on your page if it's people that you want to be like right you want to emulate them and then that's the best way to get started so um todd said it's called canned responses so that's a uh, a great app i think it's just a i'm not sure if they've got an android app though i think that's maybe why i didn't use it um or the fact that google keep is free so canned responses that's a good one um and then wendy yes Am I understanding correctly? Hashtags can be like the SEO keywords for social media. That is a perfect way to um, identify hashtags. It, it really is that organizational piece. It, it, it allows for that, you know, people to, to find thing. It's kind of the SEO of social media. So I, I love it. Um, Todd says there's a bunch of variations. Okay, cool. So thank you for sharing that, Todd. Much appreciated. All right. So that was number six, LinkedIn. We talked about hashtags. Wendy, perfect. Thank you for sharing that, making it more clear for everybody. Um, All right. The next thing here, number seven, is make sure that you have gotten on Google My Business and you've gotten your profile set up. So that's where I'm going to jump in with a little bit of a screen share here. In fact, I'm going to get myself out of the way so it's just business.google.com and then just make sure you've you've done all this they've got they want to do this but um just start at your home and and go through every single one of these tabs on the left and make sure you've kind of done something i we still need to do more for here for our success group um and then here, let me go back to this real quick because this is actually a good point before we get away from, from hashtags. I just realized that my head is cut off. I don't like that. (laughs) All right. Um, So do hashtags work with Facebook as well as Instagram? Now that, that is one interesting area. And, and I apologize. I didn't mean to gloss over that, but Facebook is the one place where hashtags really aren't, um, it, now people say to use them and I and I do use them from time to time. I think the best way to use hashtags on Facebook is to use them where, where we said like you have your own like special to you hashtag that you want people to use. You're encouraging people to use that hashtag. Here's what I've used hashtags for on Facebook is again, like we did the 21-day challenge, and and so people are using the hashtag. So Facebook's got a little different search grid than the other social platforms out there. Um, so it, it it actually will search for everything. So hashtags can kind of get lost in that. Um, so people aren't really searching for hashtags on Facebook. So I use it as more of a way to be able to know for me so I don't have to dig through the sea of things that happen on Facebook. I can just go specifically to people who have used that hashtag to engage, all right? Um, so Wendy's and, and then talking about LinkedIn here, I would be interested in hearing others experience with LinkedIn. All I get is spam. Like I need an offer for more digitizing services. Yeah. You do have to kind of clean that up. Um, it, being friends with everybody, uh, just deny people. I, unless here's the way I've done it. Unless I know them or somebody I know knows them and, and it's clear that they are there to share information. Um, I, I don't friend them on LinkedIn. Um, so, uh, and Sandy, we'll, we'll talk to about this here in just a second. So yeah, LinkedIn can be tough, but, but like everything we we've got to, we've got to manage it. We can't let it manage us. So we've got to get in there. We've got to clean up our, our friends list. You can, you can hide people, um, you know, just don't respond to all of the messages that come across, And when you stop responding to them, you don't get as many anymore. Um, So it it does take a little bit of time to clean up the spam. But I think LinkedIn can be a fantastic way to get out there. It's not as overwhelming and overdone as um, Facebook is. So it's not as difficult to get into other people's fees as it is with Facebook. So um, I think LinkedIn is a great way to go. And then Sandy says, my Facebook and Instagram are linked. So if I post on Instagram it also posts to Facebook, my hashtags will show up also. And that's okay. I, I'm not, I think there is some use to having them linked and kind of, but I also think that because Instagram and Facebook still kind of, uh, even though they're the same company, people who are on Instagram um, are not the same people who are on Facebook all the time. So by by ha- you know just posting the exact same thing on both places might not always be doing you the best um so one thing that i've done is i will create a post in Hootsuite and then in Hootsuite i can then post those things out there and it'll post them and i just you know i add them to all three places but then i can go in and then just make those minor tweaks right get rid of the hashtags in facebook make a little bit more information actually tag people do some of that Um, so, uh, while I know it's a time saver to have them linked, make sure that there are times where they're, they're separate, right. And not all the time, again, use that time saver. Like I said, we can all use to post more. So (laughs) you're not going to like screw things up by having a Facebook post that has a whole bunch of uh, hashtags on it but the more you can do to kind of customize it to each channel, the better off you're going to be, you know? So even if you've posted on Instagram and it shows up on Facebook, you can still go into that Facebook ad or Facebook post. Sorry, not Facebook ad Facebook post and actually edit that post and just get rid of the hashtags. Maybe add a little bit more tag. Somebody do something a little bit different. So the more you can do the better. Um, right. So hopefully that answers that. Um, Are you looking to move your business forward and make it a full-time success that not only supports you, but also can support your family? Todd Downing and I launched our success group. Our mission is to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. What we learned when Todd started his own decorating business, and I was a pioneer of the industry's first podcast, was people were hoarding all of the information, or it was just disorganized and had no basis in real results. Both Todd and I saw really nice people fail because they didn't have the basics and a foundation. At the 2019 Dax Tenley Park trade show, we met for the first time face-to-face and the conversation turned to this very problem. What we soon discovered was a similar passion with different areas of strength. Todd brings the day-to-day know-how, making things easy to understand and also breaking down the how-to step-by-step. I bring impactful ideas, lessons from the wide range of people I have worked with over the years and a foundation of business principles to build upon. We don't want you to struggle to launch or grow your business. We want you to thrive, hit the ground running, and be good citizens of your market. If you are interested in learning more and would like to get some free resources, just fill out the form over at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. That's empowered, E-M-P-O, W E R E D again, our success group.com forward slash empowered. Yeah. That's why I asked that question. Instagram has the insights to see how people found you through hashtag. Yep, exactly. Um, so there we go. Um, and Todd uses buffer to mass schedule but the go in and adjust posts. Time and content. Yep, there you go. So just like I'm doing with Hootsuite, there Buffer can do the same thing there. Awesome, love it. All right, cool, great stuff, you guys. I'm gonna keep going because I do want to get you guys out of here. Um, but but keep the keep the conversation going here. Start the conversation over in the the private members group. You know, let's start a link about LinkedIn and and just see how people are using it, how maybe we could use it more. We can follow each other to kind of build some things up, that kind of thing. All right. All right. So let me go back to Google My Business. Um, And I'm just going to keep it on this real quick because that's, um, yeah, Bree says, I've heard that before, separate Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Again, I get the time saver aspect of it. So I'm not saying to just get rid of it completely, but try some other things too. Because here's what you'll also then have information about is now you can go and look at those posts, right? And you can see, okay, here's the ones that were the same as what I posted on Instagram. Sorry, I'm making movements with my fingers and I'm not even on screen. So I can go and look at those posts and you can say, okay, here's the ones that are the same as what I posted on Instagram. Here's the one that I modified slightly. Here's one that I just posted on Facebook and not on Instagram. And if they're similar um, in, in content, right? You don't have one that's got a picture and one that doesn't, that kind of thing. But if they're similar in content, then you can look at those and say, okay, which one got me more engagement? Well, okay. And if that one got me more engagement, maybe it's worth my time to separate them more often. Or maybe I got more engagement with the one with the hashtags and you keep doing that. So just the more things we can do and try, the more feedback we get and the better we can adjust. So, all right. Google my business I promise. We'll get there. All right. So I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this as far as like the, the nuts and bolts of it, but I wanted to show it to you. And I wanted to have this here because I want to show you the next thing. But, um, so number, what do we, what do we Google? My business is, um, Number seven. All right. Number seven, make sure that you set up Google My Business. if And then make sure that you check in regularly on it. You post on it like it's a social media platform. Um, this is your organic reach. And again, we've got a long, long way to go on our side of it, too. And and here's the other part about this, guys. I'm just giving you a whole bunch of ideas. Again, as I said at the top, the more you can do, the better. Do you have to do all of this? Not. No. But the more you can do, the better. So if you're sitting there going, oh, what should I do today? Well, stop trying to think about what you should do today and just go try something. Go over to Google My Business and spend 30 minutes on it. Um, and you know, when when you don't have time, then yeah, you, you, know, you don't have to do all of these things. These are just ideas. The more you can do, the better you're going to be. Um, so go to Google My Business and do that. And then that leads me into number eight here. And I'll get back to Google My Business in just one second. But once you have that set up, then you want to get reviews. Now, you can do this a couple of different ways. You can get reviews just on your your website. If you've got an e-commerce site or something like that, you get reviews inside of Google. There's other places you can get reviews. But you want to encourage your customers to get reviews. For example, um, with Shopify, and I'm pretty sure this works with Equid and and, um, the other uh, e-commerce setups out there but we use a, a service called helpfulcrowd.com and I will put that banner up here. I believe Did I Oh, I didn't, I didn't actually create it. So let me do that real quick. There we go. Add banner. Boom. There we go. So helpfulcrowd.com. Check it out. It is a service you got to pay for. Um, but basically you can get it all set up and it automatically sends out emails to your customers you can set up the intervals and all this other stuff. It, it's basically helping you with a quote unquote drip campaign for getting reviews. So if you've ever ordered anything, in fact, I know it works with Equid because I use it with Montco.biz as well as um, Kyleen uses it on WeHeart.biz for Shopify and Montco.biz is on Equid. So if you've ever ordered anything from Montco.biz, you've probably got an email saying, hey, review this we appreciate it, that kind of thing. And then people review it. You can comment on that review. Now you've got reviews of those products that actually live on those product pages. So that's one way. Another way though is with the Google My Business. And oops, add that to the stream. All right, make that a little more full screen. I got to get rid of that stuff, the banner here. So it's out of the way so you can see it all. All right. And then I will actually zoom in just a hair more here. Give you guys an opportunity to see that a little bit better. All right. Um, and if you're catching the podcast version, I'll, I'll try to talk through it as well here. So from the home page, you should have a box here that says get more reviews, right? That's what we want to do. So <laughs> that's cool. And you just click on this little button here that says share your review form. And it'll give you this easy to use. You can share it via email. You share it on Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, or you just copy this link. You share it in an email blast. You send out to your current customers, so on and so forth, right? So that's, that's, that's it. That's the simple, (laughs) easy way to number eight, I believe. Is that eight? Yep. Eight, get reviews. Um, Now here's the trick. Once you get those reviews, the next thing that you need to do is you need to take those reviews and you need to share them, you know, be proud of that. Thank those people that did a review in a live video, tag them on a post that you made on social media, share, 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 post, 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 share, share, share. Here's, here's the rub of it. Again, we don't want to be too much. We don't want to be braggarts or anything like that, but I, there's a difference between being a braggart or being you know bragging and being proud of your company and the things that you do, right? You know where that line is. What happens is we worry that we get too close to the line. Well, don't worry about getting too close to the line. Once you cross the line, people will let you know about it, but that's okay. Then you just tone it back. Where people have problems is when people just keep doing it. And even when they've been given feedback that, you know, uh, feedback comes in lots of different forms. So Put push the envelope. The more you share, be proud of your company. It's sharing your passion, like we talked about at the onset. If you don't share, you're actually keeping opportunities from people. So don't be that person that's keeping opp- opportunities from that people. Let your light shine, right? That's that's what we want to want to do here. Um. <laughs> okay, Aaron, you will be my first one for that form. Thanks for the idea. Absolutely, send me send me that link. Um, like I said, I, I want to get some pictures and stuff together for you on the bag. And and um, I want to get some pictures of my son and I playing with the finger puppets. <laughs> he found them last night. And he's like, what are these? I, I'm like, don't touch them. I don't want you to ruin them yet. <laughs> I want to get some pictures. All right. So there we go. Um, get reviews. Uh, let's see here. Number nine. Almost done, guys. We're, we're doing great. Thank you guys for staying tuned in for almost an hour here. I smell waffles or pancakes upstairs. So. Um, I'm going to be wrapping up real soon here. (laughs) All right. Number nine, make sure that you have flyers or postcards or some printed thing that you can put into each and every package that you deliver. (laughs) Thumb war dudes have some epic battles. Excuse me. Yes, we will. Uh, That's what Heidi just said. Sorry, off track. Um, All right. So make sure that you have some postcards, some information, something printed out that It tells the story about what you do. Um, Make sure that you put that in every single package, shipment, delivery, no matter what, put them in there. And a little pro tip for you, put two or more in each package. And then when you put two or more in each package, put a little post-it note on it, write on that little post-it note, say, thank you so much for your order. Um, If you love our products and service, please share one of these flyers with a friend, right? And And people will do that. And because if you put two or more in there, they know that if you just give them one, they think it's for them and they look at it and then they might put it in the trash or you know, they might say, oh yeah, I'll put this here. But more than likely at some point, it'll get cleaned up. If you put two or more in there, they know that, okay, one's for me but they want me to do something else with the other ones. Why would they put two in here if they don't want me to share? Right. So put two or more in there. And again, if you have time, put a little, have a little post-it note sitting right there, write a quick thank you note on it and say, Hey, if you love the product or service, please share one of these flyers with a friend. You know, that's all you got to do. Perfect. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Right. That was weird, awkward. All right, <laughs> number 10. We know we're getting long here because I'm getting loopy. Hi, I'm Kylene, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Um, all right. Number 10. And this is from yesterday's two regular guys podcast. We had Vic Autry on from I personalize and he shared some really great stuff about uh, getting in front of B2B businesses. So make sure you go back and check that out over at two regular Great episode number three ninety nine uh, yesterday. So um, but one of the things he talked about was going like he, he brought it up for realtors like they have a monthly meeting most likely and that you should go join those local events. You want to get out into your community. You want to, you know, join the PTO at at the local schools or you know, different organizations, clubs, uh, small business groups that get together. Just getting out and supporting other small businesses. Um, you know, there's places popping up all over the place that are these little boutique uh, locations where they have vendors come in. And so instead of just them filling up the store, they actually quote unquote rent space or or get commissions from other people that have lots of different stuff. Uh, We've got one here called the Craft Cottage. Um, In just within about 10 miles of us, I know of at least three or four of those places that are popped up. So show up there, ask them, can you support them? Even if they don't have a spot for you to be a vendor, there's ways that you can support and help them. Um, You know, maybe you can share information. The more you can, Get out into your local community, uh, the better off you're going to be. And And don't show up with your sales pitch ready to go and hand out business cards and, and say, go buy, buy, buy. You, you want to get there. You want to get to know them. You want to support them. And then you're going to have an opportunity to share what it is that you love to do, right? Your business. We're passionate about it. You're sharing what it's all about and why. And that's not selling, that's just sharing your passion. So those 10 things are all different ways that we can get ourselves out there and promote ourselves more without having to spend money on Facebook ads. In fact, I, I'm looking back at the list here and I, there's not a whole lot of money to be spent here. There's time to be spent here, yes. And again, I'm not saying you have to do all of these every day um, and these aren't the. this isn't the exhaustive list of everything um, that, that you could be doing. What I'm saying is I want you, the whole idea of this is I just want you to share more. Don't hide what you're doing from other people. Even if you don't think they want to know about it, they do. They, if there's somebody that's worth talking to, they care about you, right? Because they're talking to you. That means they care about you. And if there's somebody worth talking to, they want to hear about your business. They don't want you to sell them and talk about your products and services, They want to know why you're doing it. They want to know why you love being a decorator. They want to know what some of the fun projects you work on, who the causes that you support, all those other things. That's the stuff that we need to share. And these are ways that we can share that, right? So um, I'll quick recap, and then I will be done. Unless you guys have questions or comments or whatever else, start putting those in there now while I give you the 10 things on the list here, uh, rundown for you. So number one, guest post excuse me, guest posting on other blogs. Number two, get your products reviewed by content creators. Number three, send out press releases. Number four, do search engine optimization. Go watch that video. Again, I'll put that banner up one more time for people and rsuccess.group forward slash SEO. Go watch that video from Shopify Uh, Really good information there. All right. So that's number four, SEO. Number five, hashtags. Use them more often. Then make sure that you're following them yourselves and getting involved in those conversations. Um, Social media can be a huge drain on our time. But if we use it correctly, it can be a great tool for us to use. So again, it's either us using it or social media using us by using things like hashtags and just being engaged, getting in and getting out, right? Don't get sucked down the rabbit hole and hashtags can help you with that. Um, And plus it'll help more people find you through Instagram and and other places like that. So um, that's number five, hashtags. Number six, get on LinkedIn, check it out, get over there, try it out. Um, See if it's for you. More than likely it could be and we just don't know it, right? Um, Number seven, Make sure you have your Google My Business profile set up and keep it updated regularly. Get get over there as often as you can. There is They do also have an app for your phone that you can uh, get as well. So check that out. Um, number eight, get reviews either through something like helpfulcrowd.com or using that form that's on Google My Business uh, or both, right? So um, the more reviews you can get, the better, and then making sure that you're Also using those reviews. It's one thing to get them. It's a second thing to use them and make sure that you're sharing them in posts and share, share, share. Be proud of what you're doing. Once you get a good review, be proud of it and share it with other people. So that's number eight. Number nine, make sure that you're including flyers, postcards, information about your business in every single delivery or shipment and make sure there's two or more in each package so they know to share them with other people. And then... Number 10, get out and join local events. Be part of the community. Be part of your your community, whatever the community is that's right for you. Be part of that. Be more active in it. Be proud to share why you do what you do. All right? So that's what I got for you. So unless you guys have anything else, I'm going to call it a day that's one hour of fantastic opportunity to interact with you guys thank you so much for being here again look for a post this week inside the private members group so we can get the time ideal for everybody doesn't have to be 8 a.m central time we can move it back a little bit if if that works for people want to get everybody and um, get everybody involved and 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 have an opportunity to chat all right so thank you all very much wendy i got e i'm not sure what that is, but happy to, uh, talk about E more (laughs) engagement. Maybe I like engagement. We can go with that. Um, Oh, (laughs) she's, she was saying, enjoy your breakfast. I I'm, I'm really, it smells delicious. So I can't wait. So thank you, Wendy, for being here. Thank you guys for being here. And I, I will look forward to talking to you all next week. Um, I actually have a schedule. I posted it, um, in there, so so you guys know, but I didn't have it in front of me right now. Let me just go get that real quick. So next way, next week we're going to talk about ways to get unstuck, quote unquote, get unstuck. So that'll be next week, and then the week after that, uh, we will be talking about what to do when your why changes, when 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 things shift a little bit for you, and and that happens, and that's totally something that that will happen. You know, you, you have kids things change. You, 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 Kids are out of the house, things change. You change your day job, things change. Your why changes. What you're kind of passionate about will not change, but the, the stuff around it will. So that's the next week. And then the week after that, we'll talk about questions to find your life purpose, y- yada, 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 so on and so forth. So Stay tuned. We'll look forward to talking to everybody again next week. Have a great rest of your Saturday and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.